It's quarantine time. Time to spill the quarantine. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are childhood best friends talking travel, entertainment, and our unfortunate lives, all while social distancing. What a rough life. What a rough life. It is. <laughs> we have a lot in store for you guys on today's episode. Yes, lots of new songs, the Tiger King new episode, some TV shows we're currently mm-hmm. obsessed with. Yes, 90 Day Fiance. If oh, you've heard of it, life. you're lucky. If you haven't heard of it, you're luckier because we're about to change your life. Mm-hmm. 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 And then we're going to answer some random questions just so you guys could like get to know us a little better. Um. Yeah. And then we're going to play a game at the end, too, because why not? Oh, my God. We're killing it. And we're a few glasses (laughs) deep already. So you're welcome. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. It's better for you. And because of that, Taylor, we have some quarantine to spill. We do. We We do have tea. I am pleased to announce on our second podcast episode, we already are in a Twitter feud. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us at at quarantine time. You killed that, Taylor. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so, guys, we made a Twitter because we feel like, why not? Like, let's try and be a little official about this. Also, bored. Bored. That's also right. it. But yeah. I have to say, it was Taylor's idea. She ran with it. She crushed it. Thank you. And we, you're welcome. And we've just kind of been, like, tweeting our thoughts, which is what yep. Twitter is about, number one. Right. So we've been killing it. But Taylor, walk walk um, our viewers, listeners through what happened to us today. Okay. So Betches tweeted. Hold on. Let me find it. No problem. Everyone knows Betches. <laughs> I mean, they have a Twitter. They have an Instagram. They have a Facebook. They're like. Yeah. Pretty. They're super famous. Yeah. Super famous. So I guess they tweeted some kind of like quarantine with two. And it was like a balcony, a dog, or another human. So we tweeted back and we said, what about a glass of wine or like endless alcohol or something Right, because like they said you have to pick two. And I kind of was looking at it and I'm like, how could you not put endless amount of alcohol in that equation? Like, you're like, this isn't really that good of a triangle if you don't have alcohol in it. Yeah. So that like we made a joke, like a ha ha. So it was a funny. next tweet. Yeah, so their next tweet was like, it's been six weeks. Can you stop calling it quarantine <laughs> So was that directed at us? Was it not directed at us? We'll never know. It was, but- Taylor, and I took it personal, and now it's game on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrote back and was like, um, we'll stop when the quarantine stops. Which is such so. a good point, you know? Like, Thank you. Let me live my own miserable, pathetic life, please. Like... Please stop. Yeah. Like, who are you to judge on how I want to, what I want to call this? I just feel like we should get some royalties for their Twitter. You know what I mean? Because we gave them that that. idea for that tweet. I think so. So you're welcome. I don't know. I don't either. That's your quarantine for today. I'm sure it'll just get juicier and juicier as (laughs) our legacy (laughs) goes on. Right. Because we are building quite the legacy. We are. Um, all right, so we are in April, well into April. Right. This Oof. past weekend was um, not bad, actually. It was Easter. Oh, yeah, how was your was Easter? Like, 
you know, it was good. Yeah. Because it was so nice out. It was. It was a nice day. It was like 70 degrees out. Mm -hmm. But it was like so nice because my mom hosted an egg egg hunt. Oh, my gosh. Guys, it's the wine. An egg hunt (laughs) for my family. And, okay, so when I was younger, my mom used to host these, like, epic egg hunts and, like, 30 people. Oh, my God. I remember Taylor, do you remember? Yes. It was, like, the big thing. So fun. Yeah. Like, she went all out with it. Like, they were not – no joke. So, like, as soon as my sister kind of told my mom, like, we should have an egg hunt, I saw my mom's eyes, like, light up. And all of a sudden, she, like, disappears into the basement for 30 minutes and, like, comes back out with all these eggs that she's just had for years. I'm oh like, why God. do you still have this? And she's just like, <laughs> So we, like, have this egg hunt. And, like, we were all kind of joking, being like, this is going to be done in two minutes. Because, like. We have a front yard that's, like, a little big, but it's, like, mostly grass and, like, a few plants. So, I'm, like, where the heck can she really hide this? Yeah. Can I tell you we were outside for an hour? Are you serious? We could not find these eggs if our life depended on it. Like, I'm walking around. I'm dripping sweat. I'm, like, where the hell? My mom... My mom hid, like, this golden egg, too, that he found that one. It had, like, 20 bucks in it. It was, like, a bigger egg. To the point, like, we're all begging her after, like, 30 minutes. We're like, can you give us clues? And thank God she, like, wrote down where she hid all the eggs because she kind of, like, thought just in case. Because they had, like, lottery tickets in it and stuff. But it was, like, the funniest thing. Because, like, grown adults and, like, my sister's fiancé still to today has not found one egg. And he's so pissed about it. And I'm just like, Alex, like, no. You know what? He deserves this. He was a bit cocky about it. He rolled his eyes. He came walking outside with his basket. And it's like, that's what you get. You're one egg short, dude. Mm. That was a dollar in that egg. And mm. now you don't, you're a dollar cheaper. Win some, lose most. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a good day. Nice. How was your Easter? It was good. Um, so my brother introduced my parents to Google Meets, which is like... Oh, boy. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, like zoom like facetime with groups of people type of things um it's just through google and it's like so when you talk your face is the main focal point of the screen and then like you see everybody else on a sidebar so as you're talking your screen comes up and that's it you can only basically see that one person so my family god it's like i don't (laughs) even know how many people i can't even think of the number right now 25 maybe plus something like that um all talking at once on this computer. And it was every second, I kid you not, it flashed to a different person. And as like one person saying, why is this happening? Another person saying, why is this happening? And my mom is trying to get everybody to be like, because we're all talking at once, but like everyone kept talking over each other. There were babies that were screaming. So it was like, it was the funniest. I I have not laughed that hard in a very long time. Just like watching everybody like struggling and like, after a while, we'd be like, Grandma, where are you? And, like, my grandma would randomly pop up for, like, a second. Like, it was so funny. That is funny. So did you guys ever actually get to talk about anything? No. Or was it more just, like, a cluster? It was, it was absolutely just, like, a cluster. At one point, it was, like, my cousin with her baby. And then it was, like, my seven-year-old, like, cousin. And then it was, like, my one cousin, like, removing the wallpaper from the walls. Like, it was it was total madness. But it was 
so good to see everybody you know like even if it was chaotic it was like all right this feels like everybody's kind of over right now because like this is basically how it would be if we all were together so it was nice yeah Yeah. that's nice I feel like then like I feel like our Easter day was kind of our little like positive thing definitely quarantine this week definitely that is yeah it was fun yeah love that making the best of this crazy time what we can do definitely though so, like, I know music is, like, huge for you, mm-hmm. um, but, like, it's, it's, it gives us something to look forward to when new songs and new albums come out. So, like, what have you been listening to recently? Okay. So, Dua Lipa mm-hmm. came out with a new album, like, two weeks okay. ago. And let me tell you, like, it's a bop. And what I like about her is, so it's called Future Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing You are that nostalgia. Got Thank you. you. Nostalgia. Got Thanks. You. And like Dua Lipa, everyone knows Dua Lipa because she has that song where it's like, one, don't turn off the phone. You know he's only calling because you're oh, yeah, yeah, alone. Yeah. Three, don't let him. Yeah. She has that like bop that was playing on the radio for like three years. But what I like about this album is I feel like whenever the bars open it up, it's definitely going to be songs that are out on the dance floor. It's definitely just a album where she's just celebrating herself and her life. And I just feel like every single song is kind of just a bop. Like you can dance to it. You can vibe to it. You can play it in the background while you're working from home. If you just need to feel a bit alert, you can listen to it while you're exercising. You can listen to it if you're just playing like drinking games with like friends. Like I just feel like it's an album that you can listen to for so many different things. She crushed it. And what I especially like about this is – a week before her album was supposed to come out, it was leaked online. And it's always really sad when this happens because, you know, like artists work months and months on albums like so incredibly hard. And especially when you become like an A-list singer like her, you know, there's definitely a lot of yeah. hype. And so this was released before she was able to officially release it. And she was devastated and put this whole like um, live story on her Instagram where she was just like crying and like upset. So they decided as soon as it was like illegally dropped to just release it then like a week mm-hmm. earlier. And her whole fear, because this is her second album is to have a sophomore slump. And basically a sophomore slump basically means like when her first album was a huge success, like what, her first few songs just blew up, which is really awesome for an artist, but it's also a fear because you don't want to be a one hit right. wonder. So her big fear of her was that this second album was going to come out and it was going to completely fail and it was going to bomb and no one liked it. And then her career would have essentially been over. Girl, this was not a sophomore slump. This album is amazing. And I'm so happy for her. Yeah, I I basically only listen to country, but I liked that album a lot when you sent it to me. I was like, wow, like this is just so fun. I like, and I feel like, especially now, like, we need music like Mm -hmm. that, that you just listen to it, and you can't help but tap your Mm -hmm. foot or, like, move your hips. So, yeah, definitely check it out. I recommend. Agreed. How about you, my country rock star? (laughs) Um, So, Maddie and Tay, they're, like, not even, I mean, I think this is only, like, their second album or something like that, but it was honestly awesome. It's called, um... Um, hold on one second. The way it feels. I'm Mm. like, they had so many good songs on that. Like, everywhere I'm going is 
all time one of my favorite songs. I love yeah. That song. But then just even like even bathroom floor, it's like yes, it's like I so good. Like I can't wait to like listen to that song and like go out and be like, you know, like they're very country, but they're also it's very like poppy and just like it's just like a feel good album. You know, they're definitely country pop yeah. and I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah, And their voices are amazing. Mm-hmm. They work so well. Oh together. my God. It's like, it's music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah. So good. And then Kenny just dropped a new song. Um, I think he's releasing another one actually on Friday. Um, oh, love that. Yeah. He's like all over the place, but um, he's like crushing it right now. It was, um, was it Here and Now? Is that the one that just came out? I think so. I mean, it was awesome. 100%. Like, well, highly recommend. we love ourselves some Kenny Chesney. Taylor is a Ke- Tenny- Gosh, Kenny Chesney fanatic. Yeah. I'll listen to Kenny but- all day, every day. He's my all-time favorite. I've seen so many of his shows. Mm-hmm. Like, he, if I could meet anyone in the world that's famous, it would definitely be Kenny Chesney. Maybe we should tweet at him. Maybe we should. No, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I don't even sound like a real fan. It was called Knowing You. Here and Now came out a while ago. It was called Knowing You. It was like a slower song. Thank you. It was slower, but, like, it's Kenny. So, like. Right. So, obviously, we have to love it. Right. So, yeah. Definitely check out all three of those. Kenny Chesney's new song. Maddie and Tay's new album and Dua Lipa's new album. I think you won't be disappointed with any of them. Right. All right. We have to talk Tiger King. Oh, my God. So I finally got my parents into it. Did I tell you that? No. Thank God. Thank God. They're finally, like, the first two episodes, maybe three, they were, like, not super about it. Mm -hmm. Um. But they have picked it up ever since, like, Carol Baskin killed her husband. My dad was, like, hooked in it. Yeah. So I keep telling them, like, now we have an eighth episode to watch. Get excited. Mm-hmm. So you watched it? I, Of course. Thank God. It was so awesome. For anyone that has not seen Tiger King, go see it. But skip the next ten minutes because there was a bonus episode that just dropped. And we need to discuss Basically, all it really was, was Joe McHale interviewing all of the top main characters of the doc, obviously besides Joe Exotic, because he is in prison. Poor guy. (laughs) But honestly, like, for putting this together so fast during a pandemic, I enjoyed it. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, I was very impressed. Me too. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. I loved seeing everyone. Yeah. Um... Also, John has new teeth. Oh, good for him. And for those of you who may not know his name, John is Joe Exotic's ex-husband, the mm-hmm. one he was married to with Travis, but then he left him because he got a girl pregnant. Right. <laughs> what I really Awkward. thought was – there was, like, a few things that really intrigued me about this bonus episode. First, yeah. I thought it was interesting and a little sad that so many of them had to clear their name in the fact that – you know, there were speculations that they did meth. I feel like it was three of them that had to really spell it out and say, yeah. just so you know, I don't do math, meth. Right. 
And it was kind of sad, like, especially Eric, who is the long-haired blonde guy who just, like, loves the cats. He was like, I know I have no teeth, but it's just because I have no teeth, okay? Like, leave me alone. I don't do math. I loved him. And th- me Okay, too. there was that episode, though, um, in Tiger King where, like, he was laying on the bed or, like, he was sitting on his bed and he was, like, falling over and he looked not with it. Do you, know I what, know do you know what part I'm talking exactly about? Exactly what you're talking about. It was like right during the trial when they yeah. were interviewing him about that. He did not look well at all, but he could have just been drunk. Right. That's what I assumed. After like hearing he didn't do any like hardcore drugs, he just drank. I was like, okay. I mean, I guess either way though, even if he does struggle with, you know, drug addiction, who wants that plastered right. on the best selling doc in Very true you know, a long time. It's like, I understand that if he's struggling and like, it's just rough. And I just thought it was interesting. how so many of them, even like the campaign manager who looks like a guy that kind of has his life together Mm -hmm. had to also say like, I know people did drugs on the zoo, but I never did meth. Right. (laughs) Cause like he probably still wants to work in politics. So he's probably like, please don't say that about me like I still need to get a job yeah don't tarnish my name please thank you but I also thought it was interesting when the host was asking all of them like are you more loyal to the tiger to the cats or to Joe and like everyone said the cats well so many people said like they all basically said Joe was a horrible person Mm -hmm. which I guess maybe I just didn't really like put you know I was so in the documentary on, like, everything else, I I guess I wasn't really paying attention to who he was as a person. But that that surprised me. I was like, y- y'all are working for this horrible guy. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I-, I guess they were just doing it for the animals, though. Yeah, I guess you could just get entranced and kind of ignore, like, the shitty parts of it. If yeah. you're with these, like, amazing, beautiful creatures. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, in a way, I'm kind of glad that they had this bonus episode to maybe show even more that, like, justice was served in the fact that he's in prison. And yeah. he, as hysterical as he was and how good he was for TV, I think the biggest punishment he could have ever gotten is that he is now literally famous, globally famous, and he's behind bars, and he can't even enjoy it. I know. I thought that was so – that's, like, poetic justice, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it really is. Like, can you imagine how annoyed he must be? Because that's all he wanted. Like, he just wanted to be famous. I know. Really stinks. I mean, karma, but you know? you know they're making a series about it. So, who would you want to play Joe Exotic in the series? <sighs> Oof. Okay. I honestly think I'm torn between Matthew McConaughey... Mm-hmm. Or Michael Keaton. I actually agree with both of them. Michael Keaton, I never thought of before. But Matthew McConaughey, 100%. Yeah. He'd be so, he would be so, so good. He would be so good as that. I feel like this is going to be, like, the newest project that a lot of actors are going to be running towards. Yeah. It's kind of going to be like that Ted Bundy thing that um, mm-hmm. Zac Efron did. You're so right. Yeah. So we will have to see, I guess. I know. Who do you think it'll be? I feel like it could be Matthew McConaughey, but I think it would need to then be like a super, super premium series because right. it's Matthew McConaughey. He's an yeah. Oscar winner. Yeah. So if he thinks this 
show is going to, you know, win awards, then I think he'll sign up for it. But if it's just going to be some cheesy thing, then I don't think he'll do it. Right. He's, but yeah, you, he's big you need, yeah, you need someone that has range because this is like a crazy individual, like yeah. deranged. So, yeah. We, should we break up our show talk in talking about some random questions? Sure. I like that. All right. Ask me one and I'll ask you okay. one. Okay. Um, What is something that old people do that you also do? (laughs) That is crazy. Um, Let me think. Honestly, I'm not ashamed of this. Especially during quarantine, I've been taking power walks. You go, girl. Thank you. Do you you. like arm swing as well and like love that? 100%. 100%. Like, if I had a visor, I would rock it. I even have a fanny pack. Maybe you should invest in the visor then. I think I should I think so. just to have the whole look. Yeah. You know, like, I just try and do my little mini exercises in my place, but you just got to get out there sometimes, but I'm not really a runner, so I am doing that power walk. I love that for you. And you can wear your Hawaiian shirt, too. Oh, my God. You're so right. All I need is a mall. Mm, not the time. <laughs> You know those old people that just like walk around the mall. Yes, that's my future. That is my future. Yeah. Okay, how about you? Honestly, I mean, besides this quarantine right now, I go to bed at like nine thirty every night. Guys, she really does. It's. I just love at least ten hours of sleep. I just love it. I can't help it. I think that's awesome. You know what you want for yourself, yeah. and you go for that. Never settle. Seriously, if I get a text from her past 10 p.m. I'm almost like concerned I'm like is everything okay like what's going on it's just weird because like quarantine hours in the day I don't feel like our regular hours in the day so like I'll be watching or like doing something at like 10 30 at night and I'm like what am I doing I'm supposed to be asleep right now like who is this person that has invaded my body like I should be out cold I mean as we speak it's 11 p.m. so I'm like so proud of you. I'm just going to give you a little golf clap. Thank you so much. I'm You're still welcome. here. <laughs> still here. <laughs> it's all right. You can sleep late tomorrow if you don't have anything to do in the morning. Catch up on that REM. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. I got a question for Hit you. Me. What was your first job ever? Ooh. So I guess it was summer going into eighth grade okay. so what are you like 12 11 something like that mm, that feels right. um my parents used to like um cater own something a beach club and okay. i worked in the cafe there like one day a week for like three hours or something like that and would you yeah. like take people's orders so I was so shy. I would, like, just kind of hide in the back. I remember this one time. This is so embarrassing, but I guess I'll tell it anyway. I love There it. was um, – I was on the swim team, and there was this really, really, really cute lifeguard. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but so I, I was in the ocean the one day, and, like, the waves were huge, and we had these two ropes, and you – the swimming section was between these two ropes. And so I was swimming and a set was coming in. So it was like six or seven waves coming at me. And they were, they were, 
I mean, I was young, so they seemed huge to me. So I kept right. going under the wave, going under the wave. And, like, slowly I was drifting closer to the rope. And, of course, this was the time where, like, my mom would still watch us when we were in the ocean. So she ran of over course. to, like, this super attractive lifeguard and was like, go get my daughter. Like, she's going to drown. <laughs> like, the rope is going to choke her. So, like, next thing I know, I'm, like, diving under the waves. This, like, babe is running at me, like, throws his arms, like, under mine and like carries me out like I don't, he had his arms like wrapped around mine like dragging me onto the shore I was like this is so embarrassing like I'm on this did he give you mouth to no mouth? I was breathing but like <laughs> so the next day like I'm working and like he comes up for lunch I sprinted to like the back kitchen where like he couldn't see me not like he would have even like he probably didn't even remember who I was or like Taylor, he saved. He your saved life. my life, but I was mortified of this kid for like years <laughs> until he like grew up because he was maybe like 16, 17, 18 at the time. So like he slowly grew out of like the beach club. And like until he left, like whenever he would come up to the counter, I would run to the back. So I was like, I do, n- I never want this kid to see me ever again. Like I was mortified. Oh, I wonder what he's up to. Oh, I could probably Google him. I think I remember his name. Oh, my God. We'll have to do yeah. that, and we'll have to get back to you guys and, like, let him know what he's up to. Yeah. Probably lifeguarding somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Saving someone else's life. Yeah, but that was my first job and my first all right, time I remember being truly traumatized. No, it was, it was interesting. Yes. What was yours? I guess mine was interesting as well. It's not your usual type of job that you have when you're little. Um so as Taylor knows, um, I act and sing. And when I was younger, I was really hardcore at it. And I actually got a off-Broadway show in New York because we're from New Jersey mm-hmm. when I was seven. And rehearsal started when I was seven. And the show premiered when I was eight. And from like eight to 11 years old, I was in this show in New York and probably like four to- four days a week uh, my parents would drive me into the city and I would perform in the show what was the show and it was called the American Girl Review and I'm sure girls will know this and guys if you had any sisters but American Girl dolls they were the biggest thing when we were mm-hmm. younger you know those dolls that like they had a historical story about yeah them. they were huge um, oh my god the biggest thing so basically the show was you know, each character portrayed an American girl doll and you kind of like went through the show and it kind of showed the story of each of the American girl dolls lives and their specific part of history. And it was honestly a big part of my childhood. And I definitely grew work ethic from there because what eight year old child is working, you know, like over 20 hours a week, but I was getting paid for it. So it definitely helped me out in the long run when I bought my first car and mm-hmm. I used some of it to pay for college. But Taylor, you went and saw that show of back in the day. Of course I did. It was awesome. I still remember it, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I don't, that is so I don't funny. know if I remember like this, like everything in the show. I obviously remember seeing like you on stage and stuff right. like that. And then I remember going to like the American girl store, like after the show or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was awesome. You did so good. Ah, 
Thank you so much. It was so crazy. I didn't appreciate it when I was younger because I definitely had a blast doing it because I love to sing and dance and stuff. But I would like, I remember my stupid self being like upset about missing out on stuff. Like I remember we had like a field trip to medieval times and I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. And my, I was so upset about it. And my mom was like, since you can't go, I will let you use your money from the show this week to buy a DS, which was like that video oh, game yeah. thing. And I was like, fine. (laughs) And like looking back, I'm like, Alexa, you literal moron. Yeah. You were so lucky. But you know, when you're younger, all you want to do is hang out. But we were working gals. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I am no stranger to work. (laughs) No, we are not. Notice I didn't say hard work. Just work. (laughs) Stop it. We'll have to go in through another episode because at a point, Tara and I did work together and it was a shit show. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was – I mean, I want to say I'm shocked we weren't fired, but, like, since my parents were the owners, I guess we couldn't have been fired. I think they felt pressured to not fire us, but they definitely split us up as much as as they could. As much as they could. They wanted to fire us. Which is cruel. Which is cruel. We'll get into this another day. We'll get into it another day. Okay, though, for all our TLC fans. Oh, my favorite channel. Taylor <laughs> got me into this crazy-ass show, Best show on called 90 Earth. Day Fiance. Yep. Currently, it's before the 90 days. So there's yes. 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, 90 Day Fiance happily ever after, and 90 Day Fiance the other way. What a franchise. Oh, you're in for a treat, my friend. A treat. All right. So let's go through. Tell me your favorite couple. So basically, for people, if you don't know already, like, what the show is about, it is exactly what you think it is. It's when you meet someone who doesn't live in America. And um, the whole 90-day fiancé thing is you can live in the United States for 90 days if you're engaged and then you need to get married. Yeah, you need to get married. So normally these people, like, meet online – and, like, a lot of times, so, like, we're currently what's airing right now is before the 90 days. So, it's, like, these people have met and they've been talking for a couple months to, like, a couple years. I think the one guy's at, like, seven years or something of, like, him talking to this yes. woman. And they are flying overseas to, like, meet these, this person for the first time. And most of them are hoping for, like, a proposal at the end of this, which is, like, so crazy to me because I'm like, hi, you've been dating for, like, three months. Like, you don't need to get engaged. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. wild. It is what reality TV dreams are made of. It is – if there is no other show you decide to binge during quarantine, it should be the 90 Day Fiancé franchise. Because it will it it will completely remove your mind of like what is going mm-hmm. on in the world, and you will just sit there and you will be like, "Wow, this really I, yep. happens. This is insane. It's so nuts. It's so and nuts." Like, I mean, I love Ed and Rose. Yeah. So Ed is fifty four, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. Looks older though. A little older. He's like four eleven. I think was his height, something mm-hmm. like that. And then Rose is his Filipino girlfriend who is 23. And mm-hmm. she is like five, one, five, two, somewhere around there. So like 
originally Ed had like lied about like his height to this girl. Like he was super nervous to meet her. What a catfish. <laughs> what a catfish. So like the last episode was like, I guess Ed had to stay in Rose's house in the Philippines. And like, what were your thoughts? <laughs> the pig farm. The pig farm. The shower. The shower. The sheet So comment. Ed is like, he is like an overweight, short guy, and he is just a hot mess minus the hot. And like, bless this I man love Ed. He's for one of traveling. My yeah, for traveling across the world, giving love a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hysterical because he is so out of his comfort zone. So he is out sweating of his profusely, twenty four seven. I mean, he's working hard on this trip. This is not a relaxing trip for him at, at all. No. I think he, so he, like, prior to even meeting her, has shipped her, like, gifts and stuff like that. I think he spent mm-hmm. something like $50,000 between, like, spend, like, gifts for her and just, like, the shipping fees. And, like, he would buy her, like, a grill and, like, all this other stuff. The girl, I don't think, has electricity in her house. Like, no. she sleeps on, it, it looks like a mattress pad that you put on your mattress to make it more comfortable she doesn't have a fully enclosed roof and he's sitting there saying i have a skin condition i need like sheets with like (laughs) a thread count of at least a thousand and we're like ed (laughs) no ed honey that's not happening that's not happening i'm very curious to see what happens with them but um i recommend checking checking the show out because it is crazy. That is only one of the couples. I think there's like I seven know. or six, something like that. There yeah. is. And we probably can't go through all of them, but I think we can incorporate this with our game. So since we are in quarantine right now, I kind of figured let's incorporate a game that has to do with quarantine because why right. not? So Taylor, okay. since we're talking 90 Day Fiance... Mm-hmm. If you had to choose a 90-day fiancé couple from this season to be stuck in quarantine with, who would it be? Oof. Um, is Darcy still with Tom? Would you consider that? I mean, technically they're not, but, like, would I have to quarantine with the two of them? Yes. And in their current state. Oof. Okay. Little backstory. So Darcy is American from Connecticut. Tom mm-hmm. is from England. They'd known each other for like a few years, finally decided they were going to start dating. Tom is like some playboy, James Bond wannabe kind of guy. Wannabe. Yeah, literal yeah. wannabe. Um, kind of an asshole, if I have permission to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was like kind of like cheated on Darcy a little bit. And then called her fat. So, like, they're not really talking anymore. We hate him. We hate him. And then there's an Australian guy. I can't remember his name right now. And I can't remember her name either. The Australian Mm -hmm. people? I can't remember their names either. But they're annoying as hell. I don't trust him. So, the the guy. So, the guy's from Australia. The girl's from America. And they both have a kid. They both have a kid with, obviously, different people. And but so the Australian guy's like a relationship coach, so like 
not only does he know all of the right things to say to a girl, he also will have girls message him all the time, like text him and be like, oh, like this, like da-da-da, like everything that's going on in their life. And the girl, rightfully so, is like, I don't really love that all these girls are like texting you 24-7. Mm-hmm. And I guess in like the previews for next week, you see that he straight up says he's single right now. And you're like, honey, this girl flew to Australia to like try to make a relationship with you work. And you're like, telling her are you're single. You kidding are you me? Kidding me? It was when he said that, it was the crazy. <laughs> my jaw dropped. dropped. I was like, is he kidding me right he now? Dropped. I was like, okay, next week's going to be a treat because. Who says that after this girl flew from, I think she, I don't even know where she lives in America, but it's nowhere near Australia. I think Seattle. Okay. It took her like not some ridiculous amount of hours to get to Australia. And like, that's what you're going to, you're literally going to sit there and say to her, I'm single. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. And then baby love. Do you want to explain baby love? (laughs) It would be an honor and a privilege. Mm -hmm. Baby love is a 58-year-old woman from the U.S. Mm -hmm. and a 32-year-old man from, is it Ethiopia? No, Nigeria. Nigeria. And honestly, he's not a bad-looking guy. He's an aspiring rapper that calls himself Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Not to confuse with Soldier Boy. He's Soldier. Right. Very different. It's very very different. different. Look it up. Um, but she is in Nigeria to convince his family to give their blessing for them to get married. And it's just hysterical because what all the family members are saying is like, she's old. Right. And like, he is saying during the interviews, like, I just want to go to America and have babies and have a family. And it's like, dude, she's yeah. in menopause. She's not he having children. He also is children. like, I want to further my music career. And like, America is such a great opportunity. Dude, there's another yeah. Soldier Boy in America. Yeah, you're gonna need to change Soulja your Boy name too. <laughs> um, and then finally, we have mm-hmm. the Russian couple. Truly sad. Yeah. So she, what is this guy's name? I don't know. He's he's she's Lana. She's no, Lana. She's Varya. Pretty sure she's Varya. I thought she was Lana. I don't know. But he, right. well, she doesn't. No, exist. no, 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 no. I'm talking about the Russian, the Tennessee guy that went to, um, oh, that went to prison. Oh, I was, you know, yes, we haven't even gotten into them yet because there's another one that's dating Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So we got the convict from Tennessee. Guys, this show <laughs> is crazy. So the convict from Tennessee is now dating someone from Russia. And apparently this Russian girl has had previous American boyfriends. And he's convinced that mm-hmm. she actually loves him and doesn't want to just come to America. Meanwhile, she's dated, like, a few other people from America. So it's kind of like, <laughs> he's yeah, just I don't, a tool. I, I don't know about him. I'm like, mm. no, I don't, we don't buy I it. I don't buy it. And then there's. Yeah, and then there's the Ukrainian supermodel who's dating this 63-year-old guy. And listen to this. This is my favorite part. I feel so bad for this guy. He's been dating her for seven years. 
online. Seven. He's never talked to her on the phone. He's never FaceTimed with her. He could be talking to someone from Antarctica that is like a male and like not even in the right Mm -hmm. continent, time zone, anything. He has no idea who he's talking to. But so he I know is in Ukraine. He decides he's going to drive to where this girl allegedly says her hometown is and walk the streets to try Mm -hmm. to find this girl. Meanwhile, the only way they communicate is over the internet. I guess there's some website out there that, like, you pay to go online, and that's how you talk to people. So my mom and I have this theory that this girl, guy, person that he's talking to gets all of this money. He spent over $100,000 talking to this girl. $100,000. He doesn't know He's never spoken to her even on the phone. He doesn't even have her phone number. Like, like they, honey, keep, they don't even text. They only honey. talk on this website. And when he said, like, let's text, let's talk on the phone, whatever, she says, no, she wants to talk on this. So 100% she's getting all of the money. 100%. It's – I can't – I felt bad for him in the beginning, and now I don't feel bad for him anymore because yeah. you it comes have to, a point to be where kidding you're like, me. You're like, how do you not see this? How do you not know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is just, I'm like, you have to know at this point. And if you don't, then this yeah. is the lesson you need to yeah. learn because this is crazy. And then there's crazy. the other girl. She lives in, I think, Nevada or something like that. And she's talking to a supposed British guy named Williams. And, like, I don't, yes. I don't buy this one for a second. Like, when we talked to him, on the, when we heard his voice on the phone, he did not sound English. He did not sound British. His accent was whack. Like, no, it was not him. Yes. Yeah. Sketch and then did you 101. see, like, after they did all that research, like, his phone number ended up being, like, a Nigerian number or something like that? And apparently Nigeria mm-hmm. is, like, a country that's known for, like, scamming Americans to come over here. Yeah. It's the best Guys, show ever. It is I can go on for the greatest days show. talking about this show because I'm obsessed with it. It's so, so good. But back to my question. I know. You got to pick a couple. Honestly, I think Darcy and Tom. I Why? just love Darcy. I love her. And I feel like if I could get in her face and I could sit there and say to her, Darcy, you don't deserve this guy. Like, let's, like, he is not worth your time. And, like, I feel like they kind of also need to hash some more, like, shit out between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like she, I, I just feel like she is so fun and she would be so fun to hang out with. She just needs to drop this dead weight that is Tom. And I hate him so much. Yeah. Who do you think? Who would yeah. you pick? So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay with me here. But I think I picked They were my Ed second choice. Only mm-hmm. because. Really? All right. I feel like Ed loves the nice things in life. So, A, the place would be clean. B, he would probably get nice food and nice alcohol. And then C, Rose is, I feel like, such a loner. I would probably be able to just, like, throw her in a room with the TV and I wouldn't even have to deal with her. So, that's just kind of, like, what I'm thinking Darcy also has a bunch of, like, Louboutins that I feel like I would want to try on. So, like, that's also, yeah. Oh, say less. But – 
We both picked good options. Right. Honestly, well, though, Baby Love was my third option. And that's, like, the Nigerian guy <laughs> and, like, the 53-year-old white woman who, like, he's not allowed to marry. Mm-hmm. Just solely, mm-hmm. like, for the entertainment value of it. Yes. I'm going to mm-hmm. pop some popcorn. Pour a glass of wine. Make a drinking <laughs> and game. I- Every time they say baby love and call each other baby love, whatever, I'm going to take a shot. And I would be blacked mm-hmm. out, passed out the entire quarantine. One so could, like, pros and cons, you know? Got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, if any of you couples are listening and you want to, like, quarantine, like, Oh, up. my God. That'd be so fun. Or, like, guest star. It would be fun. And how much cooler our would our podcast so be? Cool. <laughs> it's not that bad. I think we're doing okay for our second one. No. Yeah, yeah. I think we're crushing it. And thank you to everyone that has been tuning in. We mm-hmm. greatly appreciate it. Part of us know that you have literally nothing better to do. So I get that. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. And I would say good timing on our part. Yes. Yes. And just to reiterate, we do have a Twitter. It's at Quarantini Time. So if you like this podcast and you want to be entertained on another social media platform, follow us on there. Because mm-hmm. we tweet on the reg, and we can definitely be yeah, more also, like, for you guys. If anyone does actually follow, if you have anything you want us to talk about, research, look at, any questions you want to ask mm-hmm. us, any drink suggestions you have for us, any anything, we will take it, do it, answer it, listen to it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And stay tuned, because Taylor is currently on the second to last season of Game of Thrones. And as soon as she finishes it, we are going to have a breakdown. And I want to hear all about oh, what she Oh, my God. Did season. I even tell you what episode I just watched? No. Tell me. Alert, alert. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones and you want to, don't listen okay. to this. Taylor, continue. Season 7. Not sure what episode. Khaleesi, my all-time favorite person. Like, if I could meet anyone in the world besides Kenny Chesney, it would be Khaleesi, I think. She is currently mm-hmm. riding her dragon, Drogon, and just mm-hmm. okay. So like, I guess um, Jamie Lannister and like that army had just taken over some castle. I can't remember the name of it right now. There's so many, and their army, I guess, was like marching back to Cersei, which is just like so weird that they're like brother and sister twins, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she right. snuck up on them, sneak attacked. Thank you, Ty- Tyron, Tywin. And Tyrion. Tyrion. And she dragoned their entire army and, like, burned them all alive. Mm, oh, that was God. crazy. And then, I guess that was the most dramatic thing that happened in that episode. But also, I think, so, like, her and Jon Snow are kind of having, like, a power, like, battle right now and like she's like bend the knee and Mm -hmm. he's like I'm the king of the north and I love Khaleesi but I'm also like Jon Snow you know what you gotta like to stand on here you crushed it you fought hard for this I will give you king of the north Khaleesi you can be queen of everything else so you're kind of on Jon Snow's side right here I am as far as the north goes but I think Khaleesi has the right to have power over everything. Like, I wish there was a way 
Jon Snow and Khaleesi could both rule the North and they wouldn't step on each other's toes and both mm-hmm. be like king and queen. They should just mm-hmm. get married. <laughs> but duh. I know. And then I wish <gasps> Khaleesi would kill Cersei because I... Okay, confession. I felt bad for Cersei when she did her walk of shame. I felt really, really bad. I was like, damn. But then when she blew everybody up in that temple, I was like, okay, you're a bitch. So I hate her again. Yeah. And you go back and forth because she has had some yeah. really shitty times in her life and some struggles. But at the same time, she's an she's evil, evil. evil woman. So she gets that Fun fact back for everyone her. listening, though. We actually were at the steps where Khaleesi walked the walk of shame. We were. Mm-hmm. We went to Croatia. <laughs> Casually. casually also not that casually right as one does yeah and we yeah we walked through the whole town of king's landing where it was filmed and we went up and down those walk of shame stairs yep. we took some pictures oh my we'll gosh it on yes. Twitter. wait lex um, do you remember when that garbage man came over to us and was like you don't know how many women actually strip naked and walk the shame <laughs> Oh my god, he smelled like garbage so bad and mm-hmm. he wouldn't stop talking to us and I couldn't mm-hmm. find an escape route. And yeah. he spoke some pretty good English. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll humor it. But yeah, it was hysterical. He was just like, I'll be taking the garbage out at like, you know, midnight or something, and there'll be women just like naked wearing a bell around their neck. Yeah. Like, That's commitment. And I mean, I, I could see it. people doing that. People are crazy. Oh, I can yeah. totally see it. Yeah, Croatia was cool. We took pictures that we'll post. But we right, are we are fully clothed. And you can't fully tell where yes. we are unless you've, like, really seen the show, I feel. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We were there. But we were there. Did not look like what it looked like on TV. Disclaimer. All right, guys. Well, I guess it's time to wrap up this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hope we didn't bore you too much. <laughs> but... We will be back next week to bore you again. I mean, like, let's just face it. Not like you have anything else to do, really. That's so true. And either do we. Right. Right. (laughs) This has been It's Quarantini Time. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. All right. Have a good week, guys.